0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 890. Love is a mystery that transforms everything it touches into things beautiful and pleasing to God. The love of God makes a soul free. She is like a queen. She knows no slavish compulsion. She sets about everything with great freedom of soul because the love which dwells in her incites her to action. Everything that surrounds her makes her know that only God himself is worthy of her love. A soul in love with God and immersed in him approaches her duties with the same dispositions as she does Holy Communion and carries out the simplest tasks with great care under the loving gaze of God. She is not troubled if, after some time, something turns out to be less successful. She remains calm because at the time of the action she had done what was in her power. When it happens that the living presence of God which she enjoys most constantly, leaves her, she then tries to continue living in lively faith. Her soul understands that there are periods of rest and periods of battle. Through her will, she is always with God. Her soul, like a knight, is well trained in battle. From afar, it sees where the foe is hiding and is ready for battle. She knows she is not alone, God is her strength. January 21, 1937. Since early morning today, I have been wondrously united with the Lord. In the evening, the hospital chaplain visited me. After we had talked for a while, I felt my spirit beginning to immerse itself in God, and I began to lose all sense of what was happening around me. I ardently implored Jesus, give me the ability to talk and the Lord granted that I could talk freely with him. But there was a moment when I could not understand what the priest was saying. I heard his voice, but it was impossible for me to understand him, and I apologized for not understanding him, although I could hear his voice. This is a moment of the grace of union with God, but imperfect, because exteriorly the senses are acting imperfectly too. There is no total immersion of God, that is, suspension of the senses, as often happens when one neither sees nor hears anything exteriorly, the whole soul being freely absorbed in God. When such a grace visits me, I want to be alone, and I ask Jesus to protect me from the eyes of creatures. I was really very embarrassed before the priest, but I was reassured. Because he got to know a little of my soul in confession. Today, the Lord gave me to know in spirit about the convent of divine mercy. I saw a great spirit in this convent, but everything was poor and very scanty. O my Jesus, you are allowing me to live in spirit with these souls, but perhaps I shall never set foot there. But may your name be blessed and whatever you have intended, may it be done. January 22nd, 1937 Today is Friday. My soul is in a sea of suffering. Sinners have taken everything away from me. But that is all right. I have given everything away for their sake, that they might know that you are good and infinitely merciful. I shall be faithful to you, Come rain or shine. Today, the doctor decided that I am not to go to Mass, but only to Holy Communion. I wanted very much to assist at Mass, but my confessor, in agreement with the doctor, told me to obey. It is God's will, sister, that you should get well, and you must not undertake mortifications of any kind. Be obedient, sister, and God will reward you for it. I felt that the confessor's words were Jesus' words, and although it made me sad to miss Holy Mass, during which God had been granting me the grace of seeing the infant Jesus, nevertheless, I placed obedience above everything else. I became absorbed in prayer and said my penance. Then I suddenly saw the Lord, who said to me, My daughter, know that you give me greater glory by a single act of obedience than by long prayers and mortifications. Oh, how good it is to live under obedience, to live conscience conscious of the fact that everything I do is pleasing to God. Faustina writes here about how God's love transforms a soul. It frees us from the prison of sin. She says the soul becomes like a queen. It has no addictions or compulsions. Love is like a fire or a fuel which impels the soul to love others. When God seems to be absent, the soul lives in faith. The soul endures periods of spiritual battles, and then there are periods of rest. Faustina compares the soul to a knight God is the strength of the soul. Faustina writes of speaking with the hospital chaplain, but then becoming so immersed in prayer that she became unaware of what the chaplain was saying. God granted her prayer when she asked that she be able to be present to the chaplain. God gave her some insight about the future congregation dedicated to the divine mercy. And Faustina seems to be learning that she will not be living among them during her brief lifetime. So God is preparing her for her heavenly ministry as well as whatever is left for her here on earth. And then she writes of suffering, especially on Fridays when she unites with the passion of our Lord and she offers all for sinners and uh, they benefit from the graces that she wins for them. And then the doctor limits her to only receiving Holy Communion, to not being able to attend Mass because of her illness. And this is a suffering for her, but her confessor urges her to be obedient. And then Jesus reaffirms that her obedience is especially pleasing to him. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast. To receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's diary in a year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in diary number 1075 souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant. dot org